Thanks for listening to CarCast on Podcast One. This is about something that lights your fire when nothing else will. This is the Mark Devine Show. This show, we're going to discover and dive in and discuss what makes the world's most inspirational, compassionate, and resilient leaders so courageous. Transform the nature and functioning of our own brain for the better. Go put your virtues in action. Be the best version of yourself. Life is a practice. Day by day, and get wiser and stronger and grow. How do you understand enough about your own mind and psychology and emotions and how do you develop a reflective awareness practice to actually get in the driver's seat of your own mind? We go in-depth with people from all walks of life. Martial arts grandmasters, meditative monks, CEOs, military leaders, stoic philosophers, proud survivors, and more. Every episode turns our guest experience into actionable insights that you can learn from and lead a life filled with compassion and courage. I started putting all these little tools in my pocket, started to reflect a lot and meditate. There has to be a balance between movement and rest. It all starts with us. We cultivate these qualities in ourselves. We become a beacon of life for others in the world. Please join us on the journey. The Mark Divine Show. Hoo-yah. Today's episode brought to you by J.B. Weld. Available, by the way, at jbweld.com. Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, AutoZone, Advance Auto Parts, O'Reilly, Amazon, Michaels, and more. And proudly made in the USA. All right, in this show, we'll talk about Travis Pastrana and his Hoonigan uh, Subaru wagon, which is out of control, Pagani. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about Rivian. A little bit of Goodwood. Some Goodwood talk. It's all there coming right at you. First, there's Geico. Would you love to save money on insurance? Well, of course. Who doesn't love a good deal? Well, when it comes to great rates on insurance for everything, Geico can help. Insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, RV, even homeowners, condo, and renters coverage. Save even more with a special discount when you bundle coverages. Plus, add the easy-to-use Geico mobile app and 24-hour roadside assistance, and the switch to Geico becomes a no-brainer. Switch today and see how you can save. Simply go to geico.com to get a rate quote or contact your local agent. Yeah, get it on. Got to get on those choices. Get it on. Yeah, welcome to CarCast, Matt Pearl. It's Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea. Hello. Over there. What's going on in the car world? Oh, it seems like uh, there's still things happening, despite people can't really make new cars, but things are happening. Yeah, I checked out a guy's Rivian the other day. Yeah. And it was nice. Very nice. Yeah, they're uh, they're getting there. Um, you know, like a lot of... Startup companies and new model cars. There's been some delays. I know Rivian. Uh, I think sent out a letter recently to their SUV holders. Oh, uh, SUV. Order, yeah, yeah, the R1S SUV, which I which I do like, saying that there's going to be some delays. So, uh, you know, there's going to be a little bit of that. But I, you know, there's a there's a Rivian office in on Venice Boulevard, like a mile from where I am. So I'm starting to see them everywhere. And now they're parking them out front, put them on display and, and, uh, they're cool. I think they're a good size. They get good features. Um, I, you know, I don't, I kind of question the, you know, sort of the direction of the company they're going after this, like we live in nature, it's all green, but I was like, you kind of have the most inefficient, uh, electric vehicle out there. And it's a, I don't know, it's an 800 and something horsepower truck that does zero to 60 in three seconds. And, and, and I, you know, 
a lot of people are having this conversation, but it's just kind of interesting that uh, maybe they should just go after a badass truck and a little less save the trees. I heard there's a three-year wait if you sign up today. Um, Also, well, that was just for the, you know, from the owner. Strikes me when I was like, looking at it and walking around it and kind of checking out the the scale of it that you could probably get a 3-year-old uh Honda Ridge Runner the Ridge Ridge Line Ridge Line Ridge Line as yeah. like yeah. a 4Runner yeah you yeah. get a Ridge Line similar yeah save yourself 80 grand I mean it's kind of the size of a of a Ranger right now like you know yeah Ranger Ridge Line and I don't know if the Ranger the the reason I say Ridge Line is because that was like I guess one of the first unibodied trucks. Mm-hmm. Although, let's not sleep on the very first rabbit VW Rabbit truck. That was yeah. probably a unibodied truck yeah. from back in the day. You know, front wheel drive probably had no frame on it. I passed one of those things on the freeway the other front day. You drive. forget how miniature those goddamn cars you are. You one on the freeway. You saw one. I saw one. Out in the wild. Out in the wild. Because yeah. I haven't seen one of those in a minute. Maybe like if you go to Rutledge Wood's house, you'll probably find one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we love Rut, but he's he's, yeah. he's in some wacky stuff. But uh, I want to say Hyundai has like a unibody truck. Is it Santa Cruz? Is it Santa Cruz? I don't know. Chris could probably find it. But I think it's pretty decent. Like I haven't got a chance to drive it yet, but I think Hyundai has a a, a an interesting little... It's a pickup truck. Yeah. It's not an SUV. No, it's a pickup truck. Yeah, it's mm. a little... Uh, let's see if we can find it. Yeah, see? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. It's, it's not cute. bad yeah, looking. It's kind of sporty. Yeah. I don't know the actual size of it. And by comparison, I'm, you know, we're looking at a photo. I can't tell if it's... You know, is it Ranger size? I don't think it's Maverick size, right? I think that's tiny. And I think this is like... Ridge line and Ranger. Size. Is it all gas? I that's a good question. We're gonna have to look up the the power plant in that thing. Maybe it's just like a gas engine. Mm-hmm. Um, there's got to be one or two. I mean, there's got to be like two engine options. I don't know if hybrid's gonna be one of them, but uh, Chris can dig into it a little bit. I'm kind of just waiting for it to 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 come out, and maybe we'll get on the list to drive one. But you know, I, I'm okay with kind of these uh, unibody esque. You know, city trucks because it they drive smooth. They have like coil springs and independent rear suspensions, or, or even live axle ones with with coil springs on it. They're a little bit smoother. If you're using it as a work truck every day, get a truck. But if you're kind of looking for something that you use as a truck occasionally, well, you know, it it, it also the trip to the Home Depot has changed, so. When I was a carpenter, Home Depot was a bunch of guys with trucks and lumber racks, and they're a bunch of guys picking up two by six redwood decks, you know, twelve footers and sheets of drywall, eight foot long plywood, eight foot yeah, long. Yeah. You know, you're going there to get building materials. You know, now people are going there to get a generator. They're going there to get a chop saw. They're going there to get some outdoor furniture that's in a box, mm-hmm. you know? And so it, when I was coming up, it was all kind of about length. Like, well, you need that long bed because if you want to 
get 10 sheets of drywall. You need that long bed so the shit's not hanging out, you know, and you have to flag it and so on and so forth. Now, a lot of those new vehicles have the flip down front sort of yeah, um, yeah. the front of the bed or the bed closest to the cab is uh, no longer a bulkhead. It now flips down and you could slide your lumber right, you know, into right. the vehicle by yourself an extra two and a half feet. Right. Uh, actually, as I was looking at the, um, oh God, I'm trying to, the Rivian, uh, the rear tailgate sort of extends. Mm-hmm. So you flip it down and then you can pull it out another 18 inches and basically means your lumber's not hanging out of the back. Right. Three, yeah. three feet or four feet. It's hanging out a foot and a half. You know, it's the same difference, but at least it's not just lumber unsupported, you know, hanging out. So, so little innovations to take a smaller space and make it bigger. You make the uh, tailgate telescopic. You make that pull out a foot. Right. And then you have the front of, of the cab or where the cab is a bulkhead, you know, flop down. And now you can, you know, it's, it's kind of an extension really of back in the day, Audi's, Maybe Mercedes, maybe BMW, a couple other companies, you know, they had that armrest in the four-seater in the back that flipped down, and they had a pouch. Yeah. And you would slide your skis. With the skis, yeah, the right, ski right. pouch. So you could yeah. do the ski pouch yeah, thing, yeah. but I'd always just tear it off and make it a lumber pouch. Well, I mean, you did go to Home Depot. Uh, I forgot what project you were working on, but we were driving, like, the Panamera Turbo that weekend. I was like, you want the Panamera? You're like, yeah. And then you ended up at Home Depot, and you shoved a bunch of shit. In the You're like, it's a hatchback. It's four doors. Plenty of room. Uh, we I, could put I, lumber on the dash, go all the way out the back. I went to the Harbor Freight in that bad boy <laughs> <laughs> in a bad neighborhood. Yeah. Picked up some blades. But, um, yeah, so there was definitely that. Mm-hmm. And um, – so now they've become more efficient, but again, the use is different. People are going there; they're buying themselves a chop saw. And comes in a box, and they put the box in the back. We don't need eight foot lengths anymore. Yeah, for what a lot of people are going to Home Depot for, mm-hmm. or sacks of whatever you know, big jumbo size sacks of dog food or whatever. So you know, the the application has changed. You know, when you get into that. The ridge line. I know a lot of people are like, it's not a truck, it's not a truck. Okay, but when you get into that thing, it's it's still pretty nice on the inside. You feel like you're just driving one of the Honda's nice SUVs, and then you know, it's just it's got an open back instead of an enclosed back. But well, if you're gonna go with a um, uh, monocoque type type shell, uh, a, you know, a non-frame shell unibody, and you're gonna do independent in the rear and coilovers in the front and rear, then, then the ride's going to be the same as, as a streetcar, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for the most part, yeah. All right, so we were talking about uh, who is the singer version of the Z car, and then you sent me a video because people contacted you, the MZR Road Sports, who are doing the high-end yeah. Z stuff. So I, I heard about this company a couple of years ago. You know, Petrolicious did a nice video with them, and I saw it back then. And I just haven't really heard from, you know, about the company or heard from the company in a while. So I was kind of wondering what, what they're doing and, and haven't really dug into if they're still around. But 
you know, Petrolicious did this nice video on them. I think, yes, this seemed like a company that could be as close to doing a singer version, singer-esque. Maybe that's not the right term. I'm sure they're getting annoyed with that kind of stuff. But uh, they made a nice video. They do a nice car. Um, they got a lot of carbon fiber. They're doing some really cool engines. They're keeping it authentic. I think these guys can do these cars with the numbers matching engine and they just hop mm-hmm. it up, right? So you still get a numbers matching engine. Um, so you watch some of the video. Yeah. And first of all, they're, they're hitting it out of the park with the interior. Like they're, mm-hmm. they're doing a nice job, right, mm-hmm. with the interior. Maybe you want to change up the seat a little bit. They got kind of a racing bucket, maybe if you want to lean back or something like that. But mm-hmm. um, they're doing a nice job with these cars. They seem to be making power with the different engine options. And I, I, you know, they're not seven hundred thousand dollars. They're a hundred thousand dollars. That's that's really? that's the thing is, you know, when I started looking into this, I was like, what do these things cost? Mm-hmm. And I think they were, you know, with the currency conversion, you know, a hundred, ten, hundred and twenty thousand. Like I didn't see anything that was two hundred thousand dollars. Really? Because I mean, you know, I looked at the cars, and you know, the thing that's funny is. Most of it is the body color with kind of the ghosting stripes. You know, mm-hmm. they're kind of taking the singer color palette, and it seems like they're yeah. using the singer color palette, or maybe that's just today's color palette, but they're no longer these big, bright, you know, red yeah. and yellow and stuff. They're more subdued colors, and the striping and the badging is a little, little more ghostly. I still can't figure out how they're doing this for a hundred grand or even 125 grand. Yeah. Looks and, like- and this was a couple of years ago. So, well, uh-huh. first of all, to be fair, this singer S color palette, that's so popular now, this video was a few years ago. So these guys were on board with this in the early stages of it. And yeah, how are they getting it done? They're built in the UK. And in the video, the guy was like, we only use California cars. It's like mm-hmm. everything we get is from California because they're clean and yeah. the least amount of rust and yeah, and it's that's a, it. it's a great piece. The interior's out of the ballpark. You realize by just taking some little basic steps, like you know, in the rear shock towers, putting a nice color matching cap over mm-hmm. the top versus the plastic snap on thing that came with the Z cars. You get a lot out of it. I guess in the interior is, you know, Singer-esque, but Singer is just, you know, 76 911 Turbo Porsche. You know, like, I mean, just in a sense, you know, that that houndstoothy thing and and the materials and stuff. It's it's not like Singer invented it. They just kind of brought it back and put their own stink on it. It's very... It's it's very good looking stuff. The only thing I have with these cars is there's not much they can do with the exterior. They're yeah. just kind of a Z car. You can change the mirrors, you can you can color match the rear panel and, you know, t- take the bump stops off the bumpers or maybe I don't say shave them but maybe just contour them a little bit. You know, it's just a Z car. And it looks like, you know, someone did a Z car nicely. It's really the interior where it really starts yeah. to shine, right? right? 
And a good clean engine compartment underneath the skin. Yes, the engine know, compartment as well. Is, right. You know, underneath the skin, they, they put a nice brake package on it. I think they revised the suspension a little bit. But now it's just a little bit of a parts catalog thing. Like they're giving it the right amount of attention. But mm-hmm. you're right. It's not like they're, like, they're saying – Oh, everything is bespoke. You know, right. it looks like a Z grill, but you know, it's a single big piece of aluminum, and it's billet and started off at seven hundred pounds, and we whittled it down to nine pounds, and you know, like it doesn't have a little bit of that like singer and icon thing, you know, mm-hmm. going on. Going, is this the best dash we have? You know, where did we start with this dash? Oh, we started with you know a big piece of billet, and then we machined it, and we made a tool, and we made it out of carbon fiber. So you know, the dash is twenty seven thousand dollars. You know, to get it to where we wanted. It has the stock door handles, a lot of the stock trim, the stock quarter windows, and you know a lot of the you know the, the manual windows and, and doors, and so a bit of that. But what was a two forty Z to your recollection? What did a two forty Z cost three years ago versus today? Just a nice stock one on bring a trailer. Yeah, three years ago, twenty five k to thirty. 30, 32 or something, yeah. you know, they're sort of, uh, they varied a lot, but uh, they had a lot of range, but I, I would say, you know, 25, 30, you know, get yourself a clean one. And now it's, it's or maybe, maybe 35 to 45. And, and that's just sort of clean stock. I mean, they had some really big popper ones up there for 150 grand, yeah. but by and large, you know, I don't know, Chris can check the, uh, bring a trailer. Uh, website, but uh, I don't know, 40, 45. And then right. now maybe it's in the, you know, 55, 60 to 70, 75 range. So who knows? I mean, maybe back then this guy was trying to buy just the, you know, the cheapest ones he could find because you know he's going to redo them. Yeah, right? you could find a lot for 12 grand that were just kind of rats' right. nest and if it's, beaters. If it's double that now, I mean, I don't know. I guess it'd be interesting to see where these guys are at now and are their cars 200 grand and is 200 grand too much? Mhm. I mean, we're I don't looking know. at the scattergram for bring a trailer and uh there's a couple knocking on the door of 150 grand. Although there was one that went for like 300 at the very Yeah. <laughs> at the very top. I mean, I, looking I, at all those dots, you're right. Around 17, 18, 19, there's a lot of dots, um, let's say, in the 25 and below. And then around 19, 20, 21, and a lot of the more dots are starting to creep up Creep up 50. a little closer to that 50 mark. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. There was that one, the, the, the craziest. Three hundred ten thousand. I think the one that went for three hundred ten thousand was one that went to the Z car, Clichy or whatever they call it with Ferrari or whatever. And and I think that thing was like rebuilt by Nissan or refurbished by Nissan. If if that makes sense, does it say anywhere on there? It was not. you know, you know, less doing it, doing yeah. a number at a shop. It, yeah, this right, thing right. went back to I, Nissan, I think. I, and we talked to some of the guys from the Z Club in in Tennessee when we were there, mm-hmm. right? About this car going crazy, and they, I mean, they all knew why. They all, I forgot what the whole story was, but they were like, "Yeah, yeah," but we know what that is. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We gotta. We gotta talk to the to the guys from the Z Club again. <laughs> yeah. I, I I love the Z Car guys. They're you know. I'm into Z cars. They're a little too into Z cars, I, <laughs> I would say. But uh, they're still going strong. And, you know, the question with the Z car is, what do you do with the body? Like, mm-hmm. you know, you can put on those kind of flares that we all know about. Right. And then you could go with a sort of big box flare that we've seen mm-hmm. on the 280ZXs. You can change the nose up a little. What it, yeah, and then there's this sort of Geno's kind of get the hood. You know, the problem, you know, what somebody essentially needs to do is the thing that every, you know, I always tell you guys, the thing that everyone loved about the Ferraris, although they didn't know it, is, you know, like a Ferrari GTOs. It had like two and a half feet of sheet metal before the hood started, mm-hmm. you know? And lots yeah. of lots of Ferraris have that. GTBs have that. You know, they just what what Ferrari got is that nose piece going, and then the hood. You'd go way back, and then the hood started. Yeah, you know, the hood was hinged. You know, two two and a half feet before the front bumper, back toward the windshield, and the Z just went all the way to the front edge. Right, and it's okay, but it's just doesn't satisfy and and (laughs) and by the way you only need six inches like you don't have to bring it all the way back you just need a solid strip that goes from the front of the headlight buckets across go back about nine inches and then have the hood come up from there like yeah you could probably get sean to fabricate that that up and yeah to do a version of that it would work it's interesting because the Ferraris, you know, yeah, you're right, had two feet in the front, but also had like eight inches around the sides as well. It was like a little, yeah, you know, just like a panel at this point. If you think like early Testarossa or whatever, with the with the clear scoop on the top and the mm-hmm. and the and the stacks just barely poking out, and yeah, you know, and you're like, yeah, that's also got like six or eight inches between the fender and the hood, you know. Yeah. So if you open the hood, you're like. Eh. You could basically get to the stacks and tune the carbs maybe with a long screwdriver, but that's it. That's all you're getting to. Yeah, and also back from the windshield, a good a good piece yeah. too. So what you kind of need is for the hood. Also, they would kind of break the edges so it was sort of curved. You know, the hood didn't have sharp edges. Yeah. And what you kind of need is just a strap and the full pop-off variety mm-hmm. you know versus maybe even the hinged variety but the the thing that really takes that car to the to the next level is not having the hood go all the way out to the front bumper right which is why people love the Geno's Z's cuz they do have that front end where the hood doesn't go all the way out to the front edge right i see yeah yeah uh, yeah, let's a... see. The 240Z is all original and unrestored. Oh, the one that was uh, 210, uh, 310 Three. grand? Yeah, so it was just the most original 240Z in existence. So that's why it sold for so much. Yeah. Even well, paint, maybe maybe I was thinking of one that went for like 150 that 
The, there was one with a story that I know what you're talking about. And I don't recall it, but there was one with it was like went back Nissan certified it and rebuilt it, yeah, or something, yeah, something not, not like that. One. Not that one. That's just this all one original. for three ten. Just it seemed a little high. There's an anomaly there. When you look at the chart, you know, <laughs> getting one is cool, but it's not a comp unless there's three, right? Like you need yeah. you need a couple, a yeah. few, yeah, that be- one before it's just like somebody overpaid. <laughs> um, all right. So what do we got? We got uh, Pike's Peak coming up this weekend. Pike's Peak is coming up. And I don't know what's going on, but I, I, I just got a text like on the way here going, oh, potentially it's going to be like a shit show of a storm and rain in Colorado. Oh, when, really? Yeah, so I I haven't looked at it yet on, the, on what's going on with the weather in Colorado. But uh, yeah, that might be that might be an issue. But uh, I'm still planning to go out to the to the fan fest and uh, mm-hmm. uh, thanks for the messages you guys sent me on on social media. You're like, I got a bunch of messages. I was like, hey, I, I haven't been to Pikes Peak. What do I do? Everyone's like, go to the fan fest. It's Friday night. It's a big party. It's a lot of fun. If you go to the race, you got to get there at like five in the morning and camp on the hill, and you live there all day because it's basically closed and people are racing. And I was like, I don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seems like a lot of work. So, gonna go to the fan fest. Want to go and uh, check out that whole thing, and hopefully get to see a, a bunch of the cars. Um, yeah. So, but speaking of wacky cars, did you see this uh, Travis Pastrana and Hoonigan car that they were putting together? So, Pastrana, it's funny because I saw it. I was like, is he gonna run Pikes Peak? Um, but no, he's going to uh, he's gonna debut it at the Goodwood Hill Climb. Mm. The festival speed. It's a 1983 Subaru GL wagon. Hmm. It looks hot. It it's really kind of cool, and like the digital dash and stuff that they did in the interior, uh, all the graphics are kind of programmed to be like retro looking graphics. Mm-hmm. See that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks amazing. So when this car came out, what was it like? Sixty five, sixty seven horsepower. <laughs> Probably. 1.6 liter, uh, flat four, right? Uh-huh. 67 horsepower, 81 pound-feet of torque. That's the original trim, right? This says he still has a flat four, mm-hmm. 862 horsepower. Got to be running on 91, man. <laughs> Got to be running at least 91. Yeah. yeah. Well, look... Um, they get a lot of horsepower out of those flat four configurations. They've been doing it for a while, obviously, with all the rallying and all that kind of stuff. So that engine, they've got a lot of history ringing that engine out and getting, you know, all the horsepower they can out of it, right? So that's uh, that's, that's just, the experience coming in. That's all the boost. Like, yeah. every bit of boost you can do, that's got to be... Because know. it's still 1.6 later? Yeah, it's just it's just got to be... I think when when Tanner Fouts was running like X Games in a Fiesta out here, and I'm like, how much pounds of boost? He's like, ah, 60. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I was like, okay. So a lot of that's timing, a lot of that's computers, a lot of that's cooling, and a lot of that's uh, good fuel. Um, I worry Travis going to put that thing into a hay bale or something. It's so easy over there. It is easy over especially there. Especially when it starts drizzling. Yeah. And then you want to put on a show for the crowd. 
and then you you got the stopwatch on you and uh you know as people warned me that's not a racetrack it's a driveway yeah. so it's it has no camber it it actually has a peak in the top and then slopes down to both sides right. to have drainage you know for a driveway so if you get on one side of it it'll pull you one way if you get on the other side of the crown in the middle yeah. oh the crown it'll pull you you know the other way it's not just sort of dig into the turn kind of kind of thing you know you know as they ramp up to this event on their social media they play a lot of videos and one of the videos i forgot it was so good is our buddy don law and you know he's he's he he worked on your newman car that you raced out there but he's super into the jags that we like the xj220s and his son justin sounds right justin law has a racing version of that XJ220, and he was fast up that hill. He was like the third fastest up that hill in that car. That thing boogied. It's a really cool uh, video to see him haul ass in that thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. They bring those XJ220s out there. Full full race trim. Full race trim, right. They bring those silk-cut, you know, purple and white, Mm -hmm. you know, I think there's – one coming up for sale, actually, may probably Don Law sure knows about that car. Um, that one of the uh, is it is it RM is it Gooding? Anyway, uh, let me tell you about JB Weld World's strongest bond. The brand DIYers and pros have trusted for over fifty years. Use their epoxies, their super glues, putty sticks, wraps for projects big and small, and on practically any surface: metal, wood, plastics, glass, ceramics. Keep it in your kitchen drawer, your toolbox, uh, craft supplies, and, of course, uh, the garage. Also, they're the proud owner of Herculiner, the original DIY truck bed liner. If you're looking for the world's strongest truck bed liner, Herculiner has you covered. If something breaks, you should fix it. <laughs> Let's Don't throw it in the landfill, man. Get out your JB Weld and go to town on it. And JB Weld, of course, is available at jbweld.com, Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, O'Reilly, Amazon, Michaels, and more. And we don't have to tell you that it's proudly made in the U.S. of A. Of a. It is J.B. Weld. So uh, Pagani's going to make a, a long-tail version of the Hyra? Of the, of the Wyra, yes. Wyra, so I, I mean? I, they said they had um, a couple of customers, actually. Uh, I think two that said, hey, we want to do something different. Let's do a, a Wyra long tail, um, obviously meant to be a, a top speed car. But I, again, the interior on these cars is just like a really expensive watch. It's like it's really cool over the top, that the, the shifter mechanism, the gauge clusters. They run a big AMG V12, 800 and something horsepower out of them. Mm-hmm. But what's interesting is I think this car, even though it seems to have more body work on it because it's all carbon fiber, this thing comes in at a lighter weight than the regular Wyra. Huh. Uh, if you – I want to say 2,820 pounds. Nice. Under yeah. 3,000 pounds. 840 horsepower, 811 pound-feet of torque out of an AMG – uh, a V12. Is is it turbocharged? I'm guessing. Yeah, must be. It's it's got to be at this point, right? Yeah. Um, 
they didn't give the specs on on its top speed of what it's going to run, but seven point three four million dollars. They're going to make five of them. Well, you know those uh, long tail Bugattis that have been popping up. I think it was a Bugatti. Is it a Bugatti uh, or McLaren? There's a McLaren, the long tail McLaren, the three seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ma- McLaren tail. Yeah. yeah, those those have been popping up yeah. here and again, and s- these supercars, hypercars. They don't appear to be a bad investment, no matter how much they they I, cost. I went to uh, one of the RM uh, previews, and they had the McLaren uh, Speedtail there. It's it's got a presence. You walk up on the car, you're like, "This thing is cool." It, I mean, it's big, it's long, it's what you expect. It's just the size of it is 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 impressive. Super low. Super long. The three seat configuration is cool, and you're like, "This thing is fucking cool." I could. It has, it has that auction thing. Like, I get it. It's it's limited production. It's got the big power, but when you walk up on it, you're like, "It presents. It really presents well." And you can see why people are 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 clamoring over that thing. It's going to be fun the first time I see one of those. Stuck in traffic on PCH, just crawling <laughs> just down crawling, PCH just on the 405. Low drag just... co-efficiency. <laughs> the guy with the slam Miata right behind him honking. Haven't seen one on the road. I have not seen one on the have road. Have not seen one on the road. Either, but we live in a place where we'll be the first to know. I, I swear I've seen a McLaren F1 on the road over there, and I saw a Jag XJ220 on the road, especially when you're getting up to auction. auction auction season because mm-hmm. Gooding's office and RM's office oh, right, and they yeah. photographing cars and moving right. stuff around or mm-hmm. you'll see it on the back of a truck or you see it drive around and mm-hmm. I, I, a, a Selene S7 I saw as well um, in, in the neighborhood because uh, I'm kind of living between their two offices, RM right, and Gooding right, and right uh, yeah, you get to see a handful of these cars have not seen the, the speed tail on the road. No, but I, I do think um, those specialty, very limited number, one-off, whatevers, they just hold their value because of their exclusivity. And, you know, then as you go down, you know, even when you go down the food chain, like we were talking off the air, I think about uh, Subaru, WRX, whatever, whatever edition, you know, they only made 500 you know, they went three hundred grand for those things. It, it's, it's and now five hundred seems like a lot. Like normally, it wouldn't seem like a lot, but five hundred seems like a lot for a car that's, you know, getting crazy dollars compared to their their more stock variants. Yeah, it's it's weird. You know, we don't have a real set number for what is a lot and what mm-hmm. isn't a lot. You know, I used to. Say when I had my Lamborghini 350 GT, I was like, they made 123 of these, and 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 people, you know. And then you'd look at trying to think, you know, like like Mercedes Gullwing, you know, they made 1500 of them or something, you know, mm-hmm. or some weird number. I don't know. I got in an argument with Leno about it <laughs> once about how many they made. See how many Mercedes Gullwings. Uh, I know they made a lot of them because there's four, sorry, on on any auction weekend at almost yeah. any of the major auctions, there's seven. Yeah. I mean, well, there no, there's three at every, every auction. Yeah. But 
But then you're right. Then you so you go. Well, one's fifteen hundred, and it's so coveted. You know what I mean. And the other's a hundred and twenty-three, and it's like, all right, you, you know what I mean. And then and then sometimes you go the Subaru. They made they made uh, five hundred of these specialty ones, and then sometimes with the Porsche nine twenty-four Club Sport track only, they made nineteen of them or whatever. But that but that's getting less than the Subaru where they made 500 of them. So we're kind of, yeah. they made 3,258. Um, SLs, not necessarily coupe. Cause this well, was your, that's yes, why those, your those were SLs. Was, coupes were 1,400. Okay. Uh, thank this was right. your. That's why I said your, Gullwing. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, it's still, it's still Gullwing. Even if well, the, the Gullwing is only going to be the coupe, not the Roadster, because it doesn't actually have Gullwing doors. But there's going to be the Roadster, the 300 SL that's Roadster. What, that's what Google's telling me. I don't well, know. don't well, listen to Google. Listen to me. I said 1,500. That's yeah. That was like 3,000. Okay. What? Yeah. So. Well, this was right, the discussion it, it, with with Leno as well. Was <laughs> was well. There's there's the Roadsters. There's the coupe, the Gullwing. And then there's like the alloy alloy body, and then whatever. Yeah. Like you could start to get into your special editions. All right, so they made fourteen hundred, but the point is, is the the Lambo they made one hundred and twenty three. Right now, the Lambo is five fifty to six fifty, and the Gold Wings are one one seven to two two. Yeah. Now I get it, it's a Gold Wing, but still a straight six versus a V twelve. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's still fourteen hundred versus. Uh, 123 or whatever whatever it was you know what i mean do you think anybody ever looks at a going go oh it's got tesla doors <laughs> they will now <laughs> so uh and and again numbers it's it's kind of weird so they they go you know it's it's kind of what i always said about the uh mustang 350r yeah which is like you know it's always like with the ferrari gtos like they made 34 of them you know no the the R's they made thirty four or thirty six I think it was mm-hmm. or something like that but yet somehow you know it's millions and millions less I, I get right. there are other factors I'm just saying we we we're not we can't really fully define a small batch right because um you, you know like I said like in a weird way the Gold Wings are like the most ubiquitous exotic car out there if you think about it. Yeah. And it, it's kind of that way with Dinos. You know, there's always, there's a ton of Dinos out there. It's a little bit different, but, you know, it's kind of an exotic Listen, car. We don't have to give it a number, but anything under 200. <laughs> if it's got a two in front of it, now it seems like there's yeah, plenty. Yeah, seems like you could find one. I mean, it's something with a 100, like 100 in front of it. If you said 120, 183, it all feels a little light, which mm-hmm. means good, right? Yeah. And anything 200 plus feels like, okay, well, there's enough out there. Yeah, I think... <laughs> I don't know. I, I For know, me, it's I, 200. Well, we do. I mean, we always do it in the, especially in the muscle car. Like this one is one of three in Fiesta Blue with Radio Delete <laughs> and a vinyl town <laughs> yeah. Landau top on it with three speed automatic. Yeah. Like they're always trying to wrestle some sort of exclusivity out of the right. out of the car, but it's always about numbers, right? Yeah, that's definitely uh, an American. You know, American muscle car thing. Uh, so, uh, so Trap, when is Goodwood? I, I want to say now. It's, now it's this weekend. 
Goodwood yeah. is now, right? Yeah. I mean, they always go from the, Lamar the, to Goodwood, right? Right. And the, so the Festival of Speed would be now. The Revival is September? Sounds about right. Yeah. That'll let him take that June car and September in. or, the, or the, the, the event. They should let Travis drive it on that track. Yeah, so. Yeah, Goodwood's now. Goodwood's, yeah. So we got to see if Travis has made a run on that thing. I wonder if it's drizzling. Well, I say I say now as people hear this, but it's oh, this week. Right. Yeah, it's coming right. up. It's a little in, in, in a few days. It's when, a when little you're in early. Colorado, it's it's happening. Yeah, it's yeah. going on in Colorado. Yeah. And by the way, uh still a couple tickets left uh Friday, Saturday, twenty fourth, twenty fifth, doing some live shows there. Um, stand up, do a live pod. Kyle Dunnigan's gonna join us on the uh, early show on Saturday, so you may want to say hi. For uh, you may want to come in at that one because uh, he is so goddamn good in those venues. <laughs> All right, we got a JB Weld segment, Chris. We sure do. So, tis the season for home projects right now, whether mm-hmm. it's building from the ground up or making something good as new. JB Weld is the glue for you. <laughs> we'll be showcasing some of the possible uses for JB Weld products today with our new game called Product for the Project, where uh, Adam, you, and Matt. We'll have to decide what product would be best for a project that I'm going to throw at you. Mm-hmm. So you have a list of every single one of uh, JB Weld's products there. So I'm going to give you some scenarios, and you just guess which uh, which product you would use, and I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. All right. So for the first one, you want to secure a bottle opener to the front of your fridge. Which product would you guys use? Stainless steel fridge. Yeah. What grain, kind of fridge? What's going on with the fridge? Avocado grain. <laughs> Um, unclear. unclear. All right, we it's got- a metal. It's a metal. It's 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 a metal front fridge. Okay, now the multi-purpose epoxy, the uh, clear weld syringe. I don't know about an epoxy on a on metal, and where some you're gonna you're gonna pop bottle caps on it, right? I yeah, need some. I, I need some that's got some give because that'll dry hard. It'll be rigid. And I think it'll pop off. I, but I think I think you want to. You're thinking epoxy putty. Maybe? I'm thinking the epoxy putty. I'm, I'm thinking the uh, the steel stick epoxy putty. I, I just don't know that. I, to your point, I think any of the super welds would be a little too rigid. I think the putty might might have the this. The I'm going to rule out the windshield saver kit. Yeah. And uh, plastic bonder syringe, quick setting epoxy, provides strong and lasting repairs and works on plastics, carbon fiber, concrete, and more. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna go with the. I'm going with the plastic weld epoxy putty. I'm going steel stick epoxy putty. Steel stick. Yeah. All right, I'm going plastic weld. Actually, Adam, you were you were right with the clear weld syringe that uh, syringe that you were uh, looking at first. It's a quick-setting, multi-purpose epoxy that provides a clear, strong, and lasting bond on most surfaces, like plastic, ceramic, glass, tile, wood, and metal. That's what J.B. Weld recommends for something like that. Well, to be fair, that's not the right refrigerator. (laughs) You got a different fridge. You got a different fridge. All right, let's do another another one. Because that one goes to multiple different types of uh, uh, materials. Yeah. Okay, all right, all right. All right, this one's car-related. There's a crack in your car's bumper. How would you fix Mm, it? Bumper. All right. All right. Is it a 240Z bumper that's all steel, or is it uh, your Prius bumper? There's a crack in my Prius bumper. Okay, your Prius bumper. All right. Um, I'm going to go... I'm going to go with the Super Weld Light Activated Instant Glue. 
I mean, it's good. The poxy syringe we've already used, but that would be pretty good for for that one. I'm going to go plastic weld. It's got the word putty. plastic right in it. Well, I there's something about it needs to have a little bit of a flex to it. It mm-hmm. needs to have like, uh, you know, because if you're, I'm going to go plastic bonder syringe. Uh, you go plastic weld. Okay. Adam, you got it right. It is the plastic bonder syringe. Yeah. Syringe is the way to go recommends. these days. Yeah, I know. It's a quick setting epoxy that provides strong and lasting repairs and works on plastics, carbon fiber, concrete, and more. All right, next one. You need to fix a broken toy and a quiet and quite a crying kid right now. How should you fix it? Wait, do we get to glue the kid? You can't glue, glue the kid. Glue his mouth no, shut. Let's let's, let's, let's yeah. glue the toy. Okay, oh. just the toy, not yeah. the kid. All right. It's a toy. It's plastic, probably. No one makes toys out of wood anymore, right? Uh, no. And uh, I, I, I don't know. Probably not a carbon fiber toy. No. <laughs> I'm going to go with a non-epoxy. I'm going to go with um, the, uh, like, uh, Super Weld Extreme, Super yeah, Blue Gel. Yeah, I'm, super I'm going weld. Super Weld Extreme on this one. Yeah, uh Super Weld Extreme or Super Weld Light Activated Instant Glue. Mm. I guess you could go either way. I'm going to go Light Activated if you're going right. Extreme. Yeah, don't forget that clue. Do you want to quiet that crying kid right now? So you want to use the Super Weld Light Activated Instant oh, Glue, yeah. specially formulated to provide a strong instant bond that cures in seconds. Once applied to the surface, shine the blue light, and it cures almost instantly. Perfect for multiple services. So there you go. Okay. That was our product for the project. Thank you, JB Weld. All right. Let's do one more subject. What do we got? We got McLaren. We got Rivian. We got uh, what else do you got? Um, uh, Where People should watch. We'll, we'll go back to Goodwood, but... It, it strikes me that Goodwood does a pretty good job online of, like, streaming all their stuff. I, and I would say even if you just follow their social media accounts, you follow them on, like, Instagram, mm-hmm. there's all these great clips. And when you when you see the clips, you got to follow the Festival of Speed. I think it's, like, Goodwood FOS and the Revival. The Revival is great because there's all these clips of dudes in, like, E-types, you know, with – tires three inches wide and just sawn out a wheel that's sawn. 16 inches in diameter and he's getting a little loose and it's yeah. always raining and it's a great you know what it is it's the steering wheels are wide and the tires are narrow that's right and that creates a great sawing and, and it is so much action and and you bring this up several times but you see just like you see the big cars run like the galaxies Galaxy and they gotta really get on the brakes to go through you know right. to the to the chicane, and then you see like the Mini Cooper, and the guy's just like all out, just flying through. And by the way, not Clubman, like old school Mini yeah, Cooper, old like school Mini when, Cooper. we fucking uh, ten inch rims. Yeah. Now I am happy to say the chicane that looks like a big cement block, I believe, Styrofoam. is foam, right? Because Styrofoam. I yeah. saw someone somebody hit will it. plow that every year. Somebody plowed it, and it and it kind of shattered. It's like, oh, thank God, it's foam. Yes. <laughs> All right. It's cool to see. You can go to AdamCarroll.com for all the live shows and book. You can pre-order my book. Everything reminds me of something. It's all there. What do you got? Uh, let's see. Uh, just a, a follow at uh, at Motorator on social media. We'll keep you updated there. So, till next time, Adam Carolla for Matt, the Motorator, DeAndrea saying keep the air in the spare. 
and the bag and the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. Would you love to save money on insurance? Well, of course. Who doesn't love a good deal? Well, when it comes to great rates on insurance for everything, GEICO can help. Insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, RV, even homeowners, condo, and renters coverage. Save even more with a special discount when you bundle coverages. Plus, add the easy-to-use GEICO mobile app and 24-hour roadside assistance, and the switch to GEICO becomes a no-brainer. Switch today and see how you can save. Simply go to geico.com to get a rate quote or contact your local agent.